All right, welcome back to JR Afternoon. Good to have you with us. You know, it, the, the struggle is real when it comes to screen time for kids. And, and I am a living, breathing testament of that because I've got a five-year-old and a, and a one-and-a-half-year-old. And the five-year-old, you know, he kind of lived through the pandemic. So the way that he has grown uh, this relationship to screen times, whether it's the phone, the tablet, the TV. I think he's like a lot of kids through the pandemic, little kids that that made it through and and came out the other side in a much different situation as it relates to screens. My one-year-old, he's a full-blown act. He's got a problem. I mean, a a full-on problem. He needs professional help, quite frankly. But but statistics are showing that there is a, a stark increase in the number of even older kids uh, into your teens that are suffering health-wise because of their screen time, whether it's not enough physical activity or just the deterioration of the mind of your physical being when you're so addicted to these screens. Dr. Dean Beckloff is a licensed professional counselor. He has extensive experience working with children and teens. Doc, it's great to have you with us. Um, Talk to me about some of the recent statistics and what they show particularly as it pertains to children with screen time? Well, I, I, I think I mentioned to you earlier that, uh, you know, we had three channels and my parents still told us we were watching too much TV and sent us outside. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's been around for a while. Uh, I will say that there are lots of folks who are just don't seem to be growing up and leaving home, uh, unable to. And there's so many different facets to it. But one of the things that I was thinking about, you've got young children, and one of the things that we want to be encouraging even young children is their own independence, their own ability to handle things. And, uh, of course, my grandkids were here for the Fourth of July, and I was trying to explain how to do the TV control, and my my eight-year-old looked at me like I had four heads, like like she doesn't know how to do that. (laughs) She knows how to handle the... TV channel changer. But, you know, we've got to, as parents, encourage independence. But at the same time, we've got to help them say no to the screens and have some limits and discussion about that. And particularly as we go into into middle school and high school where we know there's a correlation between uh, kids on social media and, you know, Self-harm, suicide, depression, uh, eating disorders. Uh, in 2021, one in 14 said they'd seriously considered killing themselves. That's unbelievable. So we have got to, uh, as parents, realize that we have some controls that we need to be utilizing. Uh, Dr. Dean Becklop with us, professional counselor. You know, Doc, what, what's interesting to me is that from, from my perspective, right, Kids now are so adept at picking up how to use A, B, or C, remote control, phone, video games, whatever it is. And, you know, from a parent's perspective, because these kids are are picking it up younger and younger and younger, um, Mm -hmm. it, it almost feels like schooling is using this type of technology at a younger age. And, and, the fear that I have, and I think even grandparents have with young grandkids or parents with young kids, it's that you don't want to necessarily be left behind. So, 
you don't want them to not know how to use these things. You don't want them to to all of a sudden pick up a tablet in school and not know how to navigate it. But but there is a fine line of it being too much and then using it as a as an educational tool, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, educational tool. I had somebody else talk to me about how let's use these things for educational purposes and let's use them for positive thing. And that's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. But at the same time, that can be too much. Sure. And one of the things that I'm a big believer in is swap screen time for real time. You know, as parents, we get home, we're tired. We have these babysitters that are kind of built in now into our systems, but we have to be able to turn it off. And let's play a game together. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go outside. Uh, one dad said, you throw the ball with me for 20 minutes, you'll get 20 minutes of time. So uh, it's using uh, that as an incentive maybe to – to get out and let's do some real time, not screen time, real time. I've got a, a friend of mine who's taking his 18 year old uh, hiking in the mountains right now for the week. And that's real time with, with the parent and his son, uh, you know, establishing relationship and getting some experiences that are about something real. So I don't, I don't know if that helps, but you know, I think it's good to get out and get some real time out there. Yeah, you're experiencing well, life in 3D. You're experiencing you're experiencing life and yeah. and and that gets lost. You know, the other part that you brought up that that I find to be most troubling and I think a lot of parents feel that that where the dangers in social media lie and and you get that from your tablet, from your phone, whatever. Yeah. It's just rot. There's nothing really of substance. There's no real value there. You're not you're not learning necessarily. You may be interested in other things that is spurred by your social media uh, uh, usage, but it, it's not. You're not really learning anything. And 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 I think you look at around the world, like for example, what the Chinese do with with their right. social media, like TikTok, for example. They're not getting algorithms on cute cat videos or uh, uh, make this recipe with a block of cream cheese. That doesn't happen. They're seeing videos on STEM. They're seeing videos on engineering and mathematics, and and that's what they're filling their minds with educational stuff here. It's just nonsense. It's, it's nothing. It's all oh, empty right. calories. And, and that I think is, is troubling. And then, you know, as you probably read too, we've got a, a epidemic of overeating. And so empty calories, it's happening for the brain and empty calories is happening for the body. How do we move towards health? And I think, especially with teenagers, you can have the conversation. Now, most parents believe that their kid's not going to listen to them, and they will act like that. But what I found with my kids, once we had the conversation, although they acted like they didn't hear a word and resented it, I saw them doing what we were talking about. So parents have to believe that they have a place in their kid's life and those kids are going to listen to them. Um, I think, you know, at your kid's age, they love to get out and run and move and demonstrate how good they are and that's just so incredibly important for building the brain and uh, getting them to just play uh, you know get toys out and play and I don't know about your your kiddos but playing is extremely important for the brain's development how old do you think is the the right age for a kid to get a a, a phone or a tablet something like that obviously you, you can't you can't completely uh, avoid television things like that but but how how old do you think is the proper age where the brain is is developed enough to be able to handle a tool like that uh 
three. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm way behind no. the eight ball then, Doc. Jeez, oh, Pete's. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, we have to realize the growing brain of the child. It's hard for them to separate fact from fantasy. And so you got to be careful about what kids are watching and seeing. And then as they move up into older ages, I think the thing for me was, when do I need to contact my teenager? When do I need to contact my kid? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's really around middle school when, you know, the kids are moving out and moving on and doing some things with friends and you want to be able to reach them and make sure they're okay. Uh, So, you know, I'm a believer that when the time comes that we need it. And then, this is so incredibly important. Someone else talked about this earlier. Text own tools. One dad told me that he can turn on and turn off the Internet with a switch and use the screen time management settings that are there. Uh, Parents can establish those screen time limits. Of course, as they become teenagers, you want to introduce Pull them into the conversation about what we're going to do. And when we're not, uh, they have to learn how to practice restraint. Well, and and then from a parent's perspective, having that ability to to control what your kids are are participating in, I think, is very important. Dr. Dean Beckloff, thanks so much for the time and insight. Appreciate it. Sure thing. Got to take a break. More coming up next here on JR Afternoon.